Hey everyone, welcome to a daily dose of orange juice. My name is Leslie Green and I am a bilateral below the knee amputee. Just a reminder that the information on this podcast is just a result of my doing some reading and research. I am not a counselor or therapist or doctor and any information that I share should not be used to replace any care directives that you've been given by your doctor, your PM&R doctor, your prosthetic clinician, your physical therapist, your occupational therapist, or any other member of your physical or mental health care team. That being said, today I want to just talk about gratitude and its role in helping us move through some tough things that we've been through. Now, these items can be limb loss. They don't have to be. I mean, there are other tough things out there in life other than going through limb loss. Um, but I know that there's a direct re- connection between gratitude and feeling positive and hopeful. So I thought I'd look into that a little bit today. You know, we all know that it's really easy to feel grateful when life is good. But when some type of a disaster strikes our life, gratitude is harder to get your hands on, but it's worth the effort. I've often thought about the idea of if we can or if we even should feel grateful when disastrous things assail our lives. And I truly believe that not only does gratitude help, but it's really the one thing that we can't do without in those moments. It's usually in those moments that we really have the most gain by being grateful and having that perspective in our life. if something is, is demoralizing us and dragging us down into that rabbit hole, then the opposite of being demoralized, of being hopeful and grateful, seems to me that it should be that one power to change that. And I'm not the only one who feels this way. This has been researched by people way, way, way smarter than us. But I know that there have been many, many times in my life when I've been just broken. And if I will look for small things to be grateful for, it has the power to bring me hope. It helps me get through that tough time. And I don't want you to misunderstand me. I am not suggesting that in these brutal times, um, you know, I'm a bilateral amputee, lost my legs on separate occasions, cancer survivor. I mean, I had a Uh, not so easy growing up. Um, I'm not here to suggest to you that I'm perfect or that this is going to come naturally. Um, I don't think that I've ever felt grateful when any of these tragic things happen to me. But that's the rub. Feelings betray us all the time. We cannot rely on a feeling to help us know what is going to be most useful. So right off the bat, let's throw the feelings out and make it 
distinction between feeling and being, because I think there's a huge gap between the two. I, those of you who know me know that I love to be in control. If you come into my house, you're gonna notice that things are highly organized. I mean, I'm looking at a container full of about 100 pens that I use for artwork, and they're all in one container. However, they're highly controlled, and they're all grouped by the type of uh, pen that they are. It's crazy how much I like to be in control. But what I know I don't have control over are my emotions. You know, I just can't will myself to be less depressed. I don't know if you've seen the commercial on TV where he's talking about a mental health service and uh, some people going through some tough times are, you know, being talked to by their friends in this commercial. And the one sign that keeps coming up is unhelpful, you know, as people are making suggestions about what they think they should do. You just can't will yourself. I don't know that there's a fake it till you make it when it comes to this. And I want to take a look at what feelings are. And so I've been doing some reading about feelings and where do feelings come from? Where do they originate? A lot of what I'm reading is that feelings, of course, come from our perspective, how we see things um, or how we think about not just the way things are, but the way we think things should be. And I liked a particular researcher said that, that not only in those, those instances, the way things are and the way we think they should be, how great is the gap between those two places on the scheme? Even though I don't think you can fake it till you make it, I do believe that being a person who's grateful is a choice. I mean, we choose our attitude. We can change our attitude, and we know that. So we can have a, a prevailing attitude, um, and we can be in control of that. So reading some research, and I'll stick with me on this, it said that when you are in a tough time, this particular person said, remember the bat. And I thought, what on earth are you talking about? But here's what they're saying. That when we look back at things in our lives that were difficult, if we look back at them, it can actually help us deepen our level of gratitude. Because it helps us realize that we shouldn't take things for granted. Now, here we are in the uh, near the end of October and we all know we've got a big national holiday coming up. No, it is not Halloween. It's Thanksgiving. And the researchers were talking about this holiday of Thanksgiving. And they said, you know, it was actually born out of incredibly hard times. You know, terrible winters. So many who had died. Um, it was actually made a national holiday in the middle of the Civil War. And it wasn't until the Depression that it was settled upon in, at its new national date of remembrance. And you, know, you might be thinking, well, why? Well, you know, it's really not that hard. When things are going well and things are plentiful and times are good, we get this feeling that we are 
invincible, invulnerable. But it's when we're facing really tough times that we realize how seemingly powerless we really are. When we think about um, life and everything we cherish. So tough times can actually help us be more grateful. But in the research that I was reading, it also can help us cope with stress. And what it talked about there is that they've done studies on people who are more grateful. And they show statistically that they are more resilient to stress and hassles and upheavals and whatever else you want to call these bad things that befall us from time to time. Um, So, you know, and, and I'm so afraid to have this out there, but remembering I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, I've just done a lot of reading about this topic. Um, if you can safely think about tough times in your life and remember those things safely without it triggering anything for you, the reminder of how you got through those tough times, those traumatic times, um, will help you find your way through the current dark times you're in now. Okay. Um, it's, it's a difficult process, but it will give us the ability to contrast what was with what is and what could be. I learned a new word that I didn't know before, and it's called counterfactuals. And this is defined as the mental comparisons we make between the way things are and how they might have been different. So if we are contrasting the president, the president, the present situation that we're in with negative things that happened in our past, it can actually make us feel happier or, if you're afraid of that, less unhappy, right? Last half empty, half full. What do we want to do? So maybe that's something that would be helpful. Think about something in your life. If you're struggling to deal with amputation and limb loss and just how difficult life can be, think about a time in your life safely where you've experienced something that was very difficult. How do you feel about that event today? Is it as intense? And how does it compare with where you're at now? Hopefully this will help you try to realize and appreciate from that old event to now how much better your life is. That you did not get consumed by that. You know, this is reframing the disaster. Now, I know some people are probably out there saying, oh, well, wow, okay. So she is, you know, failing to acknowledge negative. No, no, that's not true. One particular um, researcher, her name is Barbara Held, and she's out of Boyden College in Maine, has been talking a little bit about what's called positive psychology. And her thoughts on that 
is that positive psychology has actually been too negative about negativity and too positive about positivity. And, and I think what that means is, is that sometimes people want to deny that life has things that are tough and that there is suffering in life and that all the positive thinking in the world is, is not going to change that. It's just, it is what it is. So like that commercial where people are telling you, you know, drink melatonin or buck up or go shopping or whatever, or count your blessings. Telling people to do that can actually do harm. But processing a life experience like limb loss through being grateful doesn't mean that you're denying the negativity of it. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Any of us would be crazy to say, oh, everything about losing a limb is positive and unicorns and all of that. But I'm not positing that you have a superficial biology approach to things. Instead, I'm just hopeful that you're realizing that you have the ability to take this obvious obstacle and look for opportunity with it. What do you have to lose? Um, reframing how you think and letting yourself use language of thankfulness is helpful. Whether you think that the event that you're involved in right now that is difficult is large or small, there are a couple things I think that in the research I read that are good to think about. One is what am I learning, right? Everything has a lesson to it. What's this particular new thing teaching me? I'll tell you about one of mine here in a second. Um, another thought is, can I find ways to be thankful for what happened? Even though I wasn't thankful when it happened, now that I've got some distance from it, can I be thankful for what happened? Um, and what, what happened to me as a result of this event? And am I surprised by it? A couple more things that I read that are good to think about. Ask yourself this. How are you now more the person you want to be because of what you've been through? Have negative feelings kept you from being able to feel grateful and becoming the person you'd hoped to be? If so, what are you going to do with it? Remember, it's not that you want to relive a tough experience. You just want to change your perspective. Okay? So, these are just some things that I've been reading and thinking about. Now, I told you I would tell you a couple of mine. All right. So, uh, to the point of, um, go back here and look here. Um, how am I now more the person I want to be because of it? Or can I find ways to be thankful for what happened to me? I'm going to kind of combine those. So I've told you at the beginning that I'm a bilateral below the knee amputee. And are there ways that I can be thankful for what happened to me? 
even though maybe I wasn't at the time that it happened, absolutely. But the work I get to do and the people I get to meet and hopefully the influence that the resources I've created are having, how could I be anything but thankful? Yes, those of you who know that, you know, sometimes when prosthetics aren't working right, it's a tough, it's tough to have a bad leg day. But overarching, am I thankful for what happened? Yeah. Does that mean I, I am glad to not have my legs? No. But when I think about what has been able to happen because of it, how can I not be? And am I now more the person I want to be? Absolutely. I think that from five years ago till now, the person that I am has become more refined. I think I am more um, aware of having lived on both sides of the coin, of having legs and not having legs, and I'm more aware of life. Whereas before, I think I just sort of blundered through. I mean, not that I don't blunder, I still do, but I think I'm much more conscientious of it. Um, and the, the what lessons did this experience teach me? So those of you who know that yeah, I've had some bad leg days and not so long ago, um, I was having a bad leg day and I had to ask for some complete strangers for help. And at first I thought, oh, I'll call my friends and their friends will come and rescue me. And I could have done it. In fact, I did and I, and I talked to a few of them. And I knew that my not being willing to share the experience even with complete strangers, yes, my friends would have come to rescue me. But it was more important that I actually be able to be authentic and share my struggles and share my humanness with other people. And what I learned about other people and myself really is pretty invaluable. And it's teaching me that I need to reach out more often when I'm in tough times and let people lend me their skills and kindness, much the same way I expect many of you to allow me to do that for you. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Well, so these were just my thoughts on how changing our perspective from ingratitude to gratitude, even in the most difficult times like limb loss, can really be the instrument that helps us move forward out of those tough times. Really, what do you have to lose? And if you're in a tough time and, and you dwell on the tough time and the negative emotions and the negative everything, chances are you're not going to move through it very well. So why not? Why not give this look back to look to move forward technique a try? Feel free to reach out. Let me know what you're thinking. I look forward to seeing you next week.